0: Hey, Pastor Susan.
1: Hey, Pastor Joel. Here we are. It's October. We're still in the New Testament reading plan. How's it going?
0: It's going great. Um, I think that this this is one of those spiritual disciplines that mm-hmm. you get to just keep chugging along mm-hmm. with. Um, if if you're going to be following this the whole time, we'll be in this um, for for another several months yet. Uh, so yes. it's it's exciting and good.
1: I really like that it's just bite sized. To me, it feels like like reasonable like when i hear read the bible in a whole year different parts from of the bible old and new Mm -hmm. it sounds like great in my world plan of let's put it all together and make it like typo on top but it's hard to really understand how the story is told that way sometimes when you hear the different pieces Mm -hmm. so i i really appreciate that this is like a chapter a day we can just Mm -hmm. jump into it and just sort of steady steady walking here we go
0: It's good, Um, and it's it's a good habit to get into. And and if Mm -hmm. if you're feeling like you know this is it's it's been you know 21 days and uh, or 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 even more now I guess because it's three weeks and then a little bit of the fourth, um, know that it takes like a month to get into a habit. Mm -hmm. And like I know I know that I have not read every single day uh, this month. I've you know skipped some, and and that's how it works. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's important Mm -hmm. to give yourself some grace.
1: Okay pro tip can i pass yeah. on a pro tip which it. is not my pro tip this is a learned pro tip from a very wise sunny side person uh, um, Pastor Joel, last time we we were recording, you mentioned I don't remember if it was on air or before or after the idea of reading um, while brushing your teeth, and I just laugh so much because like your hands are busy, like right when you're brushing your teeth. And then pro tip, like why Sunny Side pointed out, hey, you can listen, right? Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, somehow my brain blocked that out as you were saying it. Maybe because I had this vision of like holding a Bible and my toothbrush. <laughs> but I just think that's such a great way to to listen. And it's been really fun to have downloaded, um, the message, which is just mm-hmm. a really accessible version. Um, and, and cool to hear different accents of the reader. And so just a fun little fun for those who are listen who are listening today and might want to enjoy listening to their daily reading, um, fun tip to consider.
0: Love that. So it's, it's, it's good to share these tips. Thank you for passing that along. I may try that.
1: Yeah, it got passed on to me.
0: We just keep on sharing the wealth. As we get into uh, this week's reading, we've got uh, the entirety of Ephesians on tap along with the last chapter of Galatians, in uh, Galatians 6. So um, uh, real briefly before we get into it, I, I wanted to share something that was passed along to me about um, how do you keep Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians mm-hmm. straight? Um, you know you know that 1 Corinthians comes before 2 Corinthians, but like these, it's really easy to get them all kerfluffled and confused. Uh, one person told me that you can remember it by thinking, That i want to go eat popcorn Um, go for galatians eat for ephesians and then p for philippians and pop and then c for colossians and corn um and Mm -hmm. when i was little i loved eating well when
1: you're little come on pastor joel there's not (laughs) enough popcorn in my day there i cannot seriously we're we're a big popcorn family sometimes it's popcorn for dinner that's right amen
0: let's let's do it Uh, so um before we're getting into ephesians let's wrap up galatians so we had galatians 6. Um, and, and there were some good things in Galatians 6. I think one of my favorite verses in Galatians mm-hmm. 6, um, and this is the charge to all of you out there listening, is that those who are taught the word must share in all good things with their teacher
1: <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> in verse 6. Um, and, no, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, Paul Paul loves being able to hear the good work that Jesus is doing in the lives of, of his hearers. And I know that mm-hmm. Pastor Susan, you and I do too. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, if this is helping you. If this reading plan is helping you, let us know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, verse six in Galatians is a it's a neat one too. I would actually bump up a little bit and um, before verse six and point out one of the things I really appreciate about it, even I think in um, four and five, just immediately preceding it, you know, being willing to test your own actions and compare not to someone else, but to really carry your own responsibility and carry your own load. And there's just so many different things in our world that we can mm. compare ourselves to and from, you know, social media, technology in our communities it's really easy to fall into that trap so i like that admonition to just you know assess ourselves um with the the gospel in mind looking only to christ that we should be responsible for ourselves and not for for others in that way Mm -hmm. i think it's a great takeaway
0: and I think that 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 syncs up real well with what Paul's saying kind of throughout Galatians Mm -hmm. that um the ways that we sort of make a name for ourselves Mm -hmm. the ways that we in in Paul's words make make think that we're something or make Mm -hmm. ourselves something I mean for his audience at that point it was circumcision as he gets into in verse 15 that's actually not the point the point is becoming a new creation in Jesus Christ that and, and we can only do that if we say you know hey we need God and 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 so realizing that uh, all that we do in order to make ourselves it's worth nothing i
1: think mm. that's a great point mm-hmm. that. yeah it sure is
0: what a good way to oh go ahead yeah. no, i was just
1: saying ready to move into ephesians yeah let's do so it kind of wrapping up and from the book of galatians moving into the book of ephesians in the first chapter i have to say i think this is one of the more beautiful books mm. in the new testament yeah um, maybe because it's written very personally to mm. the saints in ephesus and mm. i've always enjoyed the idea that you know we let us like kind of grow into and an understand that gift from that address right at the beginning Like mm. we are called saints saints are not something holy and other and sacred right. and different they are the people of jesus mm-hmm. christ they are you and me right. it is the body we are the saints mm-hmm. um, and who are who are in christ so i think that's just a great way to begin also reminds us you know in writing to the saints in ephesus like it, this is a, a book written personally to a people located mm-hmm. in a particular place right so um that i think also grounds so much of the book of ephesians that right. is about unity and spiritual unity together Mm -hmm. and how to be unified in christ and uh, reminds us like we are not lone rangers Mm -hmm. we are intended to be a part of a whole located within a community and how vitally important that is for the sake of our spiritual formation and our spiritual growth
0: absolutely I, I think that when uh, Paul models this too, and sort of how he writes it, like he, mm-hmm. he finds a way to be personal mm-hmm. as, as you were mentioning. And also like there's poetry here.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: and, and poetry isn't always personal. Like we, we can mm-hmm. read it and it can become personal, mm-hmm. but when it's written, it's, it's written in a way that is, it's sort of generalizable sometimes, but, but Paul finds a way to take almost a, a liturgy in many ways mm-hmm. and make it personal. I know mm-hmm. that's something that, that, I struggle with on a week to week basis and writing bulletins where mm. um, I don't want for the liturgy to feel dry and stayed, mm. right? Like, let's, mm. l- we're, we're having fun and there's joy and there's meaning.
1: Right. You're right. Yeah. Because as he, as I read though through this first chapter, you know, it is, there are some big, heavy theological words right? and concepts. You know, he's talking, we are predestined, we are forgiven, we are mm. redeemed. You, you know, those yes. are not words we commonly use in our in our daily language and yet somehow it's so elegant and um, creates such a beautiful picture of the of the body of christ we're just led into it
0: yeah. He's able to do that majesty without it being like, without it being not grounded, I guess. Mm. Like it's, it's majesty that has something to say to mm. me, mm-hmm. which I, which I love that mm-hmm. it's, it's, this is, this is God's plan and it's cosmic mm. and it's universal. And mm. it's also deeply personal mm. um, because, you know, it, it has to do with my faith, with mm-hmm. your faith, you know, with, with, with our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the midst of all that, Paul is giving thanks for each one of the things that i just i i <laughs> paul prays a lot mm-hmm. um, which is so cool to it hear like cool. in each of these letters i pray i remember mm-hmm. you in my prayers mm-hmm. um and, and i think that there's that personalizing of it
1: mm-hmm. that comes yeah very you know that that personalized i'm praying for you and like praying so that you might be rooted and grounded in christ right Right. so there's a very like a concrete action and related to it like there's that beautiful encouragement that comes through and that real grounding of Mm -hmm. um you know praying that we might know christ better and making it accessible to us to be able to do that
0: I know that uh, chapter 2 of Ephesians has been really important in sort of Sunnyside's visioning process Mm -hmm. and and in what we see as our mission, particularly as we look to verses 11 uh, through the end of that chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea of building bridges of faith, Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know that those words come directly from the text, but they're throughout, they weave throughout the text. Mm -hmm. That um, because of this great love that God has for us, because of this love that is both cosmic and also deeply personal, Mm -hmm. um, just as there's no division between the cosmic Mm -hmm. and the deeply personal, there's also not division between ethnicities or races. Mm -hmm. There's not not division uh, between political parties. Uh, There there are no strangers in the Mm. love of Christ.
1: Thanks be to God. Um, right, like, and, right. And,
0: and that means though, like, there's there's a blessing, and then there is a challenge in that, that we're called not only to give thanks to God who divides, or not divides, excuse me, who abolishes the dividing mm-hmm. wall, but there's also a challenge. How are we, um, also, like being willing to make a common cause with mm-hmm. those who are strangers to us? How are we united? in action and in mission more than just word with like those people, whoever those people might Mm. be. Mm
1: -hmm. uh, That's hard. Yeah, it is hard. I mean, for all its beauty and its majesty and its blessing that like, you know, we are, it is, he really lays out like, we are not meant to be individuals, but we are meant to be connected. And that Mm -hmm. is a work right mm-hmm. it is not an idle right. gift it is a very <laughs> active gift that yeah. we are called to be built together mm. right and that as we are built together we become this dwelling place where God lives in us
0: yeah how do- <sighs> I mean this is a really easy question pastor susan how do we do this
1: <laughs> ah, right sure because like uh,
0: I, I think i mean and, and i i mean this partially tongue-in-cheek but i think I, I think that sunnyside in many ways does do this well and we can always do the things we do well better mm-hmm. and so as as we look at you know a, a nation and a country that doesn't always do this well like, what are, what are some ways maybe that you found to be really effective practices in order to build unity, in order to to build bridges of mm. faith um, between people?
1: Mm. You know, that's interesting. I think there's a couple of ways to think about it, right? There are a couple of, I feel like just um, think about, it's a, so it's a big practice when we think about how do we build bridges of faith? How do we build these connections and celebrate them together and reach out into our community. And, and, but I, you know, I think it was just really, I think saying again, your question, how are we already doing that and Mm -hmm. how can we do some more of that? Right. And it's a really small practice, but one of the things that I started a couple of years ago doing was just looking, um, on my, in my daily errands, trying to pay Mm -hmm. attention for, for points of connection so with people that may look different um or who are different just because i you know they're unknown to me um you know trying to look for places of connection sometimes it's in the grocery store and even like making it sounds like slightly creepy but, but like <laughs> making a comment about it like a shared purchase and just kind of in small ways trying to build um trust in neighbors um and even you know making sure to hold doors for people when entering and exiting mm-hmm. and making sure to say thank you and looking people in the eye um af- when in an exchange um, in a business exchange or in mm-hmm. in different ways i think some of those small ways mm-hmm. i feel like in our our ways that i have felt like i've tried to really look for you know how is god connecting us and building us together with my neighbors that are unknown to me, mm. um, neighbors mm-hmm. that could become friends, or even if right. they're not, you know, um, just trying to build kind of an, an atmosphere of charity in the world mm. that we live in. Right?
0: I, love that. I love that phrase, an atmosphere of charity. Like that's, that's what we're looking for. I know that um, one of the one of the practices I try to have is to avoid, like when when I read the news, right, to avoid the gotcha articles, mm. you know, mm. like those those articles mm. that are only published in order to dunk on, mm-hmm. you know, certain individuals or certain right. institutions. Um, and
1: they're all, they're often the most eye catching, right, right? Yeah,
0: and they give us like yeah. a sense of Schadenfreude, right? A sense mm. of delight at somebody else's misfortune. Is
1: that German? You just that used? is German.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah one of the German words that stuck with me. Yeah, um, it's a great multipurpose word. <laughs> That's great. Um, but like we to to be able to have something that gives us pleasure more than just at the misfortune of another pleasure taken in an atmosphere of charity. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's what I think we could be called to as Christians. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the vows we take is to uh, further the peace, unity, Mm -hmm. and purity of the church and trying to further the purity of the church names that we will never, excuse me, not purity, unity Mm -hmm. of the church Mm -hmm. means that we'll never get there, but we can try.
1: Mm -hmm. Truth. That's yes. It's yeah. It reminds me of the book we're reading in the Tuesday women's Bible studies start with hello, right? Mm-hmm. It's just we won't nec- we won't necessarily arrive at, at saying we are unified entirely, right. but in that process, it has to begin somewhere. Right. Just start. Start right. with hello, right?
0: And that's, I think, I think a good invitation to us that, you know, when we, as we read scripture, it's not just about the ideas there. It's about grounding them in practice and Mm -hmm. practice doesn't need to be like a grand gesture. Mm -hmm. It can start with something small, whether Mm -hmm. it's with hello or whether it's with a smile, whether it's with, you know, looking for places of connection. I mean, that's how we build something big, like an atmosphere Mm -hmm. of charity. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And I think that you know the the one it it wasn't a small thing for the early church. I think to welcome Gentiles, in addition to yeah, but but I think that in like why it it wasn't a small thing, and yet once you do it, it becomes sort of a standard, easier practice. Mm. I would imagine. I don't know.
1: No, sure. Yeah, that makes sense in my life, right? I mean, getting to to meet a stranger the first part is often just the, the hardest part is just mm-hmm. hello mm-hmm. once you um develop that in a way tolerance for the discomfort of mm-hmm. being an unknown mm-hmm. then it's easier to practice mm-hmm. so, no yeah but again I think in chapter three you know uh, as Paul comes back to this language of prayer for the Ephesians mm-hmm. in the middle of the chapter there he says he um this his this is his prayer, right? That out of the glorious riches that that we would be strengthened with power through God's Spirit, so that we may Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that um, that sense of how in all that we do and be and are that Christ can dwell in us. To grasp that, I love those verses. How wide and long, how high and deep are the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge this is being filled with the measure of all the fullness of god yeah. that's it right
0: how cool is it to know the love that mm. surpasses knowledge um, Oh, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> this paul guy he's got away with words he does he should publish
1: yeah that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, i um yeah I, I have to admit like i love knowledge i love the idea of knowing a lot and mm. Um, and I think in our world today, a lot of times knowledge is uh, lifted up more so than, um, than matters of the heart and matters of love. And mm-hmm. so that he prioritizes it in this way is, I think, really important. Yeah.
0: Um, turning, turning to sort of the second half of Ephesians, I think the first half really emphasizes like a lot of the theology that Paul's working with. It kind of foundationalizes some of the practice. And then in the second half in verses or not verses, excuse me, chapters four through six, there's a lot more action that, that mm-hmm. Paul gets into. Like unity is great. How do we do this? Mm-hmm. Get to work, Um, right? That's right.
1: Get to
0: work, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I think one of the things that that I love about Paul, and and I see this in a number of his letters, is this idea of it's not just like stopping practices, it's not just starting practices, Mm -hmm. it's both. Mm -hmm. Like um, uh, you have to put off certain things so you can put on other things. I think that in a sermon Mm -hmm. once I talked about um, uh, going to a buffet and like, being really sad that I'd filled up my plate before I got to something I really liked. Like y- you need to make space on your plate. If you've got <laughs> stuff that That's you're doing, sure. right. That isn't like great. Okay. Let's put that off mm-hmm, so we can put mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm, the practices mm-hmm. that honor God.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think to that end too, it's, it's, yeah, it's really, potent, frankly, that the first chapters are about what you put on in in the mm. dwelling place of Christ in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that having f- been filled with the fullness of God's love, then we can go do the work, right, then we can right. be the things um, right. and kind of take the admonition and begin to carry the, that forward. Mm-hmm. And um, as a person who's right, in professional ministry, it's just a it can be a real hazard to go and do without taking time to stop and dwell right. right so just yeah i think it's important to name that before we get into all the bees and do's and <laughs> make it happen and got the first invitation is that god invites us to dwell
0: yeah that dwell, uh, dwell in him that is that's so important thank you for sort of bringing that up uh, instead of leaving it buried pastor susan um, because without that like if we don't put that on mm-hmm. then like we we miss the whole point
1: mm. Mm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Um. Toward the end of the Book of Ephesians, uh, there are these household codes mm, that ouch, Paul ouch. talks about. Oh,
1: here you go. It's uh, so
0: much fun, right? <laughs> Love it. I'm I'm rolling my eyes right (laughs) now. Thank you, thank you for doing that. Um, Well, this is I think that it's these household codes and these come up in a couple of different places. I think Ephesians, I think later on Colossians, but then also First Peter has some of these. And um, while Paul didn't write First Peter, we don't think um, it's these some of these household codes that make Paul seem either misogynistic or Mm -hmm. like out of touch. Um, Yeah, what do we do? with these household codes? Another easy question for you.
1: Right? (laughs) That's great. Um, yes. Good listener. What do we do? (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, Right. So lots of people have tried to take these and kind of enculturate them and Mm -hmm. say, and it is obviously I think very relevant to say, we have to hear them in the context in which they were written. Mm -hmm. And if we are going to take seriously, this is our scriptural tradition. Mm -hmm. We also have to wrestle with a kind of timelessness Mm -hmm. that, um, in, in believing in giving authority to this text, that in -hmm. scripture, there is a something that will keep speaking to Mm -hmm. us. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, probably the least published approach that I will begin to defend. <laughs> um, I, but but truly, and I can't explain it well with um, research or academic defenses other than to just say, I just feel like in my gut, this is how I come to scripture. This is just how I know right. it, right. that I come, I think also with, um, with, some, with both reverence and an attitude of um, of charity, mm. and saying mm. and just believing, you know, kind of gut checking this in trusting what I sense, kind of in my body. At the same time, what I sense in in what I'm reading in scripture, like the way I the way I read this is to hear in you know this most difficult text, probably that wives submit to your husbands. Oh, yeah husbands love your love your wives as christ loved the church and you know i just think this is to me about mutual trust and mutual submission and i'm deeply sorry about the abuses that have happened when this has been taken interpreted in different Mm -hmm. through different lenses um and there is much to to turn away from in that in that translation but you know i i hear this as what an incredible opportunity that when we dwell in christ Mm. when we are imitators of christ in our lives and our actions we're invited to this kind of mutual accountability mutual trust in the body of christ believing that god will care for us and Mm. teach us and unite us in our body together Mm. that we can fully and completely have this type of of um of trust within partnerships in house in households i I love maybe a lot of words there no no
0: i I, thank you i've I've given you two really difficult questions here um but but i I love that paul begins in verse 21 of chapter 5 with this idea Mm -hmm. of mutual submission before going into like the all of them all of the mechanics Mm -hmm. of how that worked in his time and Mm -hmm. i i think that 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 umbrella, that overlay is so important to have everything else fall underneath mm-hmm. that. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's with that in mind that that we can look at this, difference of power that Paul seems to suggest. And, and the fact that at the beginning of chapter six, there's this emphasis on slavery as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, while this wasn't the same sort of slavery as was practiced perhaps in America, um, with you know slavery being distinguished by the color of your skin or mm-hmm. and, and by like uh, the inability to work yourself free, mm-hmm. slavery is still not great. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't be subject to mm-hmm. one another without the mutual submission.
1: Right. right. Um
0: so with, with I think that with as you were saying with some of Paul's cultural context in mind there's still authority mm-hmm. here um but but with, with an authority that um points us toward more and more equality mm-hmm. that you know Paul is Paul is demanding a lot more of like, like the, the people here who have more power, the husbands in that time, the fathers in that time, the masters in that time, he's demanding a lot more of them than culture did. And I think that God continues mm-hmm. to demand more of those who have more power mm-hmm. in any sort of relationship than culture does.
1: In order to write the whole community, right? To that That's end right. of unity.
0: Yeah, it's exactly right. You nailed it. yeah
1: yeah which yeah and then you know finishing up in chapter six of ephesians the armor of god mm-hmm. just reinforces i think this the whole letter um both in the prayer and the blessing and and in the dwelling in christ and also the the hard work that this is not in a simple and easy um even a, always a visual right sometimes it is a spiritual not something right. that, a visual that we can we fight forces that we cannot mm-hmm. see um it is, it is valuable. It is weighty. It is important, and mm-hmm. it it requires, you know, the reality mm-hmm. of and, and the invitation for God to be so near to us, mm-hmm. that God be within us, before us, behind mm-hmm. us, beside us, in every way.
0: One person pointed out to me that um, of the six elements of the armor of God. Uh, Five of them are defensive Mm. Um, that even though there's martial imagery here, this is not licensed for the crusades, Mm. right? We're not called to go like liberate the land for God. Um, Sort of the spirit is not an actual sword. It's something to, to combat spiritual forces. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got just a couple more minutes, and I'd love to um, return to some of the questions that we've been discussing at the end of, of this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious, uh, from these seven passages, these seven chapters of Scripture, what's God's good news in your mind?
1: Hmm. Okay, now you've asked all the questions, Pastor Joel. Yeah. So I'm going to turn how <laughs> about answers. How about you start with this oh, one? Oh, <laughs> the turns have table. I yeah, thank you. Um, uh,
0: I, I think that like the idea that unity is worth striving toward even if we can never get there and that God values mm-hmm. unity, this is good news for me mm-hmm. that even if it seems like we'll never be able to get there, it's still worth working on
1: because
0: mm-hmm. God works on it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I think that I think good news for me in this chapter is seeing the the presence of God, being invited to to tend to the presence of God in within us, um, as well. You know, in the simple, in the daily, and in all of the cosmos, right? Mm-hmm. Just and the kind of the way that um, that God can be both so near and so uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um it, that's that just i respond to that with a real sense of trust and delight mm-hmm. um, so that's good news for me
0: I love that. um I, normally we would spend some time talking about how this chapter encourages us to live differently but i i'm realizing we've we've had a good conversation i'd like to just move to the last question which is um you know a word that might resonate for you or for me, and I'm happy to start again. (laughs) Take it away, go for it, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think that um, this idea of, I I, I don't know if it appears very frequently in this letter to Ephesians, but resurrection, Mm. um, that we are made alive again Mm. in Christ, and that's what powers all of this, Mm. that's the engine that works. Mm.
1: So I I appreciate, and surely this is like a book of the Bible, surely resurrection is in there somewhere, right? (laughs) um and i'm gonna on that in that same token take a little bit of a liberty because i'm now like looking through the text like i'm sure it's here but um i feel like the the word that oh there you go see i found it chapter four um chapter the middle of chapter four so kind of as the book Mm -hmm. hinges a little bit and um we are we are Challenge to live as children of light. Mm. And that's the word that kept coming to me. That for yeah. me, Ephesians is, um, and maybe again, it's that kind of the glory of the nearness mm. and um, the omniscience of God in all. that. Yeah. I, I think that it's just a book that really emanates light mm. for me. Love it. Thanks.
0: Great conversation. Thank you, Pastor Susan. Thank you. Talk to y'all next week.